Hello, and welcome to the Triple Takeover Toycast, a fortnightly podcast dedicated to the Transformers as well as other toy lines from the past. Episode 32 is about to get 50 shades of grey and teal as we alternate between hot pink and red windscreens and keep on trucking our way into the blackest corner of the Transformers universe. As always, I'm joined by a writer, photographer, and soon to be bankrupt from Diaclone purchases. It's Maz, aka TF Square One. <laughs> I can't wait, no, no. It's just been too good so far already. <laughs> Next, we have writer, photographer, YouTuber, and the scourge of his local post depot. It's Sixer. Oh, well, that sounds about right. You know, I got uh, one of my posties, my local posties, said to me the other day because I've been moving soon. And he saw some of the boxes stacked up and he was like, You're moving? He was just like, sounded genuinely surprised. Do you think it's like one of those movies where he walks in at like later in that day and he's like lads lads you'll never guess what and then they all just break out into a party and they're all just like chill <laughs> i really hope not honestly <laughs> they can have weekends off <laughs> the 6-0 leaving party but he's not even part of it <laughs> i really hope not i've got some lovely posties around here obviously some great some great folks and i'm toy box soapbox or as the uber eats delivery drivers call me liam if there's one thing in life we can all depend on, it's that just like buses, whenever a new Optimus Prime toy arrives, a black version is sure to follow. With Hasbro's nemesis recently leaking his legacy toy's inevitable wardrobe change, we thought it was time for Triple Takeover to go back in black for Black Convoy and Nemesis Prime. How are we doing, dudes? Uh, yeah, good. And, and speaking of that Diaclone episode, it's performing pretty well, so that's kind of nice. We've just uh, seen that it's our second best ever first week in terms of downloads so that's mm. kind of nice it's been interesting to hear from like a couple of people though since the episode went live that have sort of said that you know they had also kind of waned on it a little bit and that actually kind of hearing you know us talk about it or whatever maybe they're kind of uh, i don't know kind of finding their enthusiasm for it again a little bit yeah, more and absolutely so i've seen a few reactions like that which has been kind of nice i don't know man this, i don't know how anyone's managed to keep up with the line we're on da92 for pre-order 92 and people buy multiples of these things oh gosh i've seen people who were planning to sell their collections take two and and not quite do that uh i've had people like myself who have now gone all the way into the rabbit hole and basically just had to relearn everything that has been released in the line for the last three years and sort of line up purchases for the next six months it's been amazing to see how expensive it all is isn't it yeah and somehow as expensive as it was before it somehow managed to get more expensive than it was. Yeah, it's a bit mad, isn't it? So I think going completion on that line, no. this is kind of impossible, really, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, I don't even know if people who adopted it early, like we did the first time around, could have possibly have bought everything up till now without sacrificing virtually everything else that they collect or eat. It's definitely one of those lines that tests you. It kind of really yep. you know, push, pushes you to... Uh, to the limit a little bit doesn't it so yeah it's got nothing to do with the quality of the toys either which was the mad thing it's it's just about accessibility affordability and just you know yeah no I, I totally agree with that i was kind of interested with your polls that you've been running on twitter to kind of determine the best color versions of each of the the dashes it's mad that there are so many color versions that it requires a poll and just that if you were to now decide that you were going to go in and buy the the cheapest most accessible one you'd, you'd get those blue and red ones and then three months down the line, they would release a red one of the one you wanted in red because the rest of them are red. Just waiting to have the rug pulled out from under your feet a little bit. I've, it's just, I think um, it's a very tricky line to decide how you're going to collect when you're not going completist. Mm. I'm actually finding a lot of decision paralysis with what to buy. When I was just buying everything that came out, it was a damn sight easier. In some regards, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> in some regards. Oh, I did, I did buy my first one. Finally, I decided what to go for, and it was just a matter of finding it at the right price. Oh, what did you go for? No, I'll never tell. 
Why? It's going to be a secret forever. Just only you. Well, the thing is, apparently, it's not going to arrive until August anyway. Said oh, eBay, so I'll just have to forget about it until then, anyhow. Is it coming from the moon? It's coming from China, but the thing is, it's just, uh, I guess, the way that international shipping is at the moment, it's just they can't guarantee anything earlier than August. Oh, wow. Putting it in a bottle and chucking it in the water so it floats to you. And the thing is, they're so expensive that if you find something that's remotely within budget, you just think, I'll, I'll go for it. I don't care how long I have to wait, but I'd rather pay for that than a hundred quid more and have it next month or next week. Now, of course, we do have a sponsor for the evening. That is tfsource.com uh, for all your Transformers, third-party, and Diaclone needs, should you have any Diaclone needs. <laughs> they do have various things up on there. I think uh, a couple of us have been eyeing up a few of those bits this last week or so, certainly. I haven't closed the tab. The tab has been open <laughs> right. all week. It's not an exaggeration. Just more tabs. <laughs> Their Diaclone page is... It's glorious. What can I say? It's absolutely glorious. So yeah, if you are in the market for some Diaclone stuff following last fortnight's episode, then do check that out. But you know, Transformers third party stuff as well. It's all up there. We'll uh, we'll do a, lo- a longer segment about them in the middle of the pod, as always. But thank you to them for for sponsoring us this evening. We would also like to mention our Triple Takeover Patreon, which is our paid content, and we've got multiple tiers, and we're soon going to be expanding what we're offering for Patreon and tweaking the tiers a little bit. We've just presented that to our patrons, and as soon as we've got the details ironed out and we've got something to launch with, we'll bring it to everybody else. But it ranges from a £1 apologetic ramp tier, where you can just support us and keep the increasingly expensive lights on in this hobby and this this podcast, uh, up to Sixos Butler, currently our highest tier, and you can commission exclusive minisodes, and you can get episodes early, you get a shout out on the pod, all sorts of stuff. So check us out on patreon.com forward slash triple takeover. But yeah, if you if you enjoy our podcast and you want to support us further, we do have a lot of merch. You also would look very cool in it. Lots of coasters, bags, all that sort of fun stuff. They'd look good in coasters, would they? <laughs> well, wearing them, you know, little squares. <laughs> look like 8-bit people walking about. But yes, if you would like to look like a human game of Tetris, you can go to our Redbubble store at redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash triple takeover forward slash explore. So all of that done, what's tonight's episode about then? Well, tonight we're talking about uh, Black Convoy, obviously, and Nemesis Prime. And it really started, didn't it, from the reveal of the legacy version of Nemesis Prime, Black Convoy. Right, yeah. New toy. Also, a little bit, because we had a request for a minisode for Black Convoy and Nemesis Prime and Scourge, and as we were preparing for that minisode, we realised it was never going to fit into a minisode. But also, this isn't going to be an exhaustive list of Black Convoys and Nemesis Primes. Yeah, I think that's really important to state, that this, like, if anybody's kind of hoping for us to just kind of sit and list off each Nemesis Prime and Black Convoy exhaustively. That's very much not the plan for this episode at all, is it? I think, if anything, it's more about kind of what the deco represents and kind of why it's fun and maybe some of our favourites and that kind of clobber. But it's nothing too comprehensive, really. It's kind of more about the the kind of theme of it. Uh, but very much spurred on by that that new toy. Although I say the new toy, it hasn't actually been officially revealed yet, has it? So is it real? Well, (laughs) maybe might just be a very well done custom for all we know isn't it that that old lado's put out on his uh youtube uh but yeah officially no reveal yet so we assume that it's going to happen what do you guys think of it i thought in truck mode it looked quite nice it's not quite as bombastic as rid scourge or black convoy was for car robots but it's a nice looking truck and 
they've not always been nice looking trucks, the the black redecos of the various Optimus Primes and stuff we've had, but I thought it was quite a nice looking truck. It's a good start. I like the grey trailer. I actually really like that. I love the chrome trailer, but it was it was nice to see it different from the sort of flat grey instead. I thought it looked really nice. Yeah, I would second that. I think the track mode looks great. I think the robot mode it looks nice too. Do you know what I mean? It, I mean the the original, the laser one, uh, you know, Legacy Laser Prime. I've always thought looked looked decent. We've talked before, and we're not going to do it again about you know some of the kind of gimmicks kind mm. of being a bit pared back versus the original. So there's there's no way that this has the same functionality and everything as the original car robots you know or rid release but that's you know that is what it is um there's been i suppose more interesting there's been a lot of discussion hasn't there in the last couple of days about the look of it like the color scheme particularly like the the fact that it doesn't have a lot of gray or silver Mm. kind of on the body of the robot and it's got more pink Mm. uh kind of on the shoulders and things like that and some people fed say really don't like that and some people are like it's sod off you know i mean like it it can be different and whatever and and i I don't know. I, I suppose I understand why people want something that looks like the classic character because that's kind of very much the vein of Legacy, isn't it? That's kind of what what they've been done with a lot of the other toys, but they have mixed some of it up as well, like Bulkhead and things like that. So I don't mind it looking a bit different, personally. It's funny because like a frequent complaint about Optus Prime toys is the fake chests and stuff like that. But for this right. one, I think that really sort of hampers it that it doesn't have the fake chest. I think that's for me. That's where the visual problem is because it's got the flat windows and it looks just looks off. It doesn't look quite right. It was interesting that I also also loved the pink on Black Convoy originally compared to the redder look of Scourge. But I almost feel like they've overdone it for this one, and it's not subtle enough. It's just really everywhere. And yeah, I, I can see what you mean by something being a little bit off about it in, in robot mode. So like too much pink, you think? I mean, I am always an advocate for more pink on toys and pink in graphics and the work that we do, pink in videos and like the aesthetics of stuff we do at work normally. Um, for some reason on this toy, it just feels like they've dialed it up past the recognizable amount that it, it would normally have. Yeah. If that makes any sense. It does. No, it does. I think the, the, the pink on the shoulders is a little bit of a strange one because it's right. kind of like, why is it there? You know, that's, yeah. that would be my only thing. Uh, I like the pink sword, I like the pink windows, I like the pink eyes. Maybe the bits on the shoulders are just kind of a slightly extraneous, but I, I don't mind it. It looks nice. Because they're visible in truck mode too, aren't they? Just under the cab. I guess they must be, yeah. Maybe it's because of the kind of clear plastic for the lights, I guess. Uh, and then they've just kind of carried it through, kind of under the wheel arches. And I assume it's all one mould, isn't it? It just reminds me of those Vauxhall Novas with the neon lights underneath that the Chabs used to drive. It just kind of has that vibe in it. Did you have one of those? No. I was never a chav, Liam. <laughs> I don't know, do I? You, know, you have to have in-depth knowledge there. You don't know if I was a chav or not. <laughs> what is a damning indictment, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just saying, it could have happened, but yeah. you don't know. How? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to presume. Do you How'd you figure? I mean... <laughs> I wouldn't want to presume anything. You know well, could have been a chav, I don't know. <laughs> no judgement, you know? This is really? Like- <laughs> The speed you pulled that can from your mouth there was incredible. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, well, who knows? I mean, in, you know, around Muswell Hill area, maybe? Don't know. Yeah, really closely associated with, with Chavdom, that area. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Anyway, I think for me, the thing actually that I can kind of sympathise, maybe more than the pink, uh, you know, with people, is is the kind of lack of silver, because there is... I suppose when you think of Scourge particularly versus like your typical Nemesis Primes and all of that, 
the one thing that kind of separates uh, a scourge, if you will, from a Nemesis Prime is that there's a lot more kind of grey, isn't there, or silver. It just kind of it's a slightly different colour scheme to kind of separate it a touch. Whereas black convoys now, anyway, or a lot of Nemesis Primes particularly, tend to just be very predominantly black. And I have seen a couple of people say that this doesn't. This looks more like a kind of uh, a Nemesis Prime as opposed to a Scourge. And I don't know if there is a major distinction. I suppose there isn't, but I can sort of see what people are getting at with that a little bit. Doesn't have the Decepticon logos either, which is funny, isn't it? It's actually gone for the upside down G two logo. Yeah, which I kind of I like. Yeah. I think that's a that's a cool nod. It's very specific. It does feel like it's Scourge, but it's called Black Convoy as well, isn't it? It is, which is actually a bit of a, a landmark. I, I think, anyway, that I'm right in saying that that's the first black convoy released by Hasbro. Uh, you know, if I'm wrong on that, you know, I mean, that's after a fair bit of looking anyway and double checking to make sure that's true. Uh, but, you know, if anybody does know of one that, that trumps that, has come before that, then feel free to at us and let us know. Uh, but unless you guys are aware of one, I think that is the first Hasbro Black Convoy. It's very purposeful, isn't it? Almost like the entire concept of this toy is really purposeful, like to pay tribute to that specific Black Convoy. Yeah. Which is, like you say, is then weird that some of the details are a little off. Yeah, that's kind of it. Like it's, they've really gone out of town on, as you said, with even like the upside down G2 Autobot logos and that kind of stuff, but then just not getting the color scheme exactly as it was. And I, I don't know. As I say, I I like the new colour scheme. I can see why people do like it. I can also kind of understand why people are like, oh, I thought it would look like this, you know, and they're they're sort of doing digi-bashes of classic car robots, R.I.D., Mm. Scourge kind of look, you know? So I I kind of get both sides of it in a funny way. I'd love to know why they called it Black Convoy. It's probably, I mean, I guess the name change was maybe, to call it Black Convoy, was maybe because there is a Scourge already, like in Studio Series or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Maybe maybe that's, you know, maybe that's just literally to avoid that uh, kind of comparison, you know, with like Legacy being a bit of a mixed toy line or whatever. I don't know. It's the only real reason I can think of. We often get black repaints of toys now. It seems to be pretty par for the cause, doesn't it? Optimus Prime, but a lot of characters get it. So what do we think about black repaints in general? Because I'm not I'm not, not a fan. It's just not something that's ever really appealed to me. Yeah, I can't say there were many occasions where a toy came out and I've actively looked at it and said, I'm really looking forward to a black repaint of that. Mainly because I think it's quite, apart from Prime, it's a little bit unpredictable who's going to get one. You mm. think it's always going to be Hot Rod as well these days, or Rodimus, but then it isn't. You, you don't get them. For example, there's no Studio Series black repaint yet, and I don't think I really knew I liked black repaints until the reissue era, when we got Black Hot Rod, Jafcon Prime, Nucleon Quest Super, th- those kind of black repaints of long-established historic toys, suddenly seeing them in a different colour, and how good they looked in black made me realise, actually, you know, this is um, this is quite a nice thing. Yeah. And collecting Diaclone, there's loads of black repaints now in that line. I would I would totally agree with that. I think it's kind of, it's almost more fun, isn't it, when you get a black repaint of something that you weren't expecting it from, mm-hmm. you know, whereas actually with... Tracks. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> black tracks is great. You know, that's really cool. Uh, and I would love to see more black tracks. But, you know, like the, the black masterpiece, for example, Loud Pedal is, is phenomenal in my wonderful, opinion. Wonderful, wonderful. looks really, really cool. Yeah. Even, even stuff like Nightbird, actually, which is, you know, the masterpiece toy that they've just done. And and I know that's a separate character, and of course that's based on you know cartoon reference and whatever. But it is 
essentially a black RC, actually, that toy. And, um, you know, like in the car mode, it may as well be a black RC. And it's kind of exciting to see, uh, just because it's not one that you get very commonly. So mm-hmm. that really works for me. I get quite excited about that stuff. I remember they had a black RC based on Combiner Wars, didn't they? That The, the whole comic Combiner series. Hunters, yeah. And she had that giant okay. pink sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I do kind of like it. Like the black hot rod that you mentioned, the G1 toy, I think is amazing. Yeah. Just so gorgeous. Jafcon Prime is incredible. As you said, Nuclon Quest, all of those. That Black Star Scream as well, something that at the time I thought, well, right. that's not going to be very interesting. That's just Skywarp, isn't it? Then you see this thing in hand and you realize they've added some gold highlights, gray face. You think, that's actually really smart. So I'm with you there. Unexpected black repaints. Totally a fan. There is, I think now, the, the danger with Black Convoy or Nemesis Prime is that it's sort of become a bit predictable, hasn't it? It's kind right. of like... You expect it, don't you? Yeah, exactly. So like any new toy is going to get one. What's it going to look like? Oh, it's going to have a bit of teal, maybe a bit of pink. And, you know, I suppose if anything, credit to the Legacy toy for mixing it up a little bit and kind of, you know, doing something slightly different with it. Um, but they're, they're all kind of fairly par for the course, which if I'm honest, like I, I saw so much excitement about the Legacy toy, but I, part of me was like a little bit like, yeah, no, it looks kind of like what you could have imagined it would. Do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. kind of, it's it's the same toy that we've already seen, but in black. So It's lost the wow factor, hasn't it, of being something new and special. It's very much just something now that it's reached that point now where you know it's coming in and you'll get loads of people saying, oh, it should look like this. Whereas before it would have been like, wow, what's this? And it's, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. they do, it's different and unique. Maybe so. Although that said, there have been a number of black repaints of late that I've really marvelled at. A couple of the three zero toys have had um, black repaints done of them. Uh, particularly, they did a black repaint of their Bumblebee movie, movie Optimus Prime and their Siege one as well. And both of those I thought looked stunning. I mean, enough that I was actually like really undenied on both of them at the time and didn't do it. But now I kind of look at look at them, particularly the Bumblebee one, and I'm just like, I totally should have gone in on that because it just looks so good. They're almost always pretty, though, aren't they? They're almost always great-looking toys. I have found myself buying those repaints of virtually every line I've ever collected, which has got a prime in. I will end up with the black repaint, whether it's animated or or something else. I'll always get them. Titans Return, too. But I find I I hold on to the ones, or, or I hold in high regard, the ones which mean something, like Scourge, Black Convoy from R.I.D. That is so important, a character and toy. That yes, it's a black repaint of Laser Prime. I just then there's something about the way that toy looks that it is a marked improvement over the original. I don't think all black repaints of Prime end up looking like improvements over the original, but that one is a major one that does look like a big improvement, I think. It's so much different to the other ones though, isn't it? Like it's so much different to the Prime, whereas a lot of the black repaints now, the Nemesis ones, they they're pretty much just the Optimus Prime in black with red windows, and that's it's just a palette swap, isn't it? Rather than, whereas that, there's a lot, lot of grey, teal and stuff like that. It's way Silver more striking. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The chrome and stuff, it's way more striking. Do you think it depends on the mould too? For example, some of them don't really shine in black, but I remember seeing MP10B in person for the first time. Yeah. And that just blew me away how good that looked. I couldn't understand why it looked so good and so much better than MP10. I really adored that thing, and I just absolutely had to have it after seeing so, it. It's person. so shiny. It's 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 one that I've earmarked as like a a landmark black convoy release. You know, mm. for the for in my notes and that for tonight, just because I think it is so beautiful to to behold. And it, like you, it was one that I must admit when it was revealed, I was a bit like, eh, 
Okay. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Great. And no trailer either. It's kind yeah, of like, right. I think it's the minimal effort yeah. it felt like. L- like a no trailer black repaint of a toy that I already own. Great. Like how exciting is that going to be? And then when I did get it in hand, uh, w- which was a bit after the fact, I think it was, um, it was, yeah, like you said, real stunner. And it's, it's still a favorite today, actually. Mm. Do you think there's an element of scale with it though as well? Like, because both of those toys are quite big. Whereas when you sort of look at the Voyager size ones now and stuff, they're easy to dismiss because they're very little and I don't know, it doesn't quite sing in the same way. Like MP10B is a gorgeous toy and so is Scourge. But they're quite large toys. And I think in the same way with MP1 or MP01. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> MP01. But maybe, but do you know, actually, the one I would compare actually there is MP49, which is the, the black version of MP44, mm. um, which is still really nice. And I, you know, I did a review of it. It's very mm. positive and I, I like it. If anything, that's a weird one because it's not as glossy as MP10B. So it, uh, it's got much more of a kind of matte finish. It's unpainted for the, for the most part. Um, you know, so the black, finish itself is just bare plastic compared to the painted finish on mp44 and that means that it looks well it's it's again it kind of follows the straight palette swap as you said liam in that it's just exactly the original toy but black instead of red and you know teal instead of yellow or whatever it is and um so there's no real big surprises with it and it is nice and i do like it but actually if anything you end up thinking that the the bare plastic is good because you don't have to worry about paint chipping during the complicated transformation. But there's no way that it looks as spectacular as uh, as MP10B. It's missing the lush factor then, right. which is what the black repaint really needs to bring to the table. It's like I think so. luxury. Wow, luxury. I think that's the word that that's a great word for it. Yeah, it needs that element of luxury to almost make it worthwhile. You know, like it needs to draw you in. It can't just be a bog standard. Uh, also ran repaint of a toy that you already has to be eye catching doesn't it for prime anyway i think it's true for prime right yes yeah yeah, for like i'm thinking of black hot rod and i don't think that was so much more stunning than the clear one or a regular hot rod i think it had some metal flake in the plastic but it was just so surprising to see g1 hot rod in black that that did the wow no, that, yeah, that, that was that was all that was. I mean, I, I don't even have the stickers on mine because I Same. I, I am denied about it, and I was like, nah, I'll leave it off, you know, for now. But I just like I just like seeing that mold in black. It just looks yes. great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, so like with MP forty nine, even stuff like the little teal, you know, you, on like um, the classic Optimus Prime design, you get the little sections on his sort of crotch area, like the little uh, blocks oh, yeah. or whatever <laughs> that are cast in teal. His boxer gray. shorts. Uh, yeah, like on his boxer shorts. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, but those little teal sections, where, whereas on MP10B, you got a bit of translucent teal plastic for that bit, so it looked really nice. With this, it's just painted teal, so it's flat uh, and kind of quite matte. Again, doesn't catch the light in any way, so that there is a slightly, as you sort of said, just that slightly, not unspectacular look, but it, it lacks it the luxury. I don't want to say that because actually I think it is a good toy and it is you know again I like it I have it in my collection I don't want to part ways with it I'm really happy with it but there is an element of like in some ways the main draw of it was like oh I can transform this toy hmm. and actually it's a bit easier to transform than MP44 because it's not layered in paint so it's you, you've just you know, opened up a whole new genre of masterpiece that they could explore yeah. right like yeah, yeah. MP44i inferior paint <laughs> but it's Don't not gonna paint chip it. guys yeah. it's all matte we haven't painted it yeah have at it mpo not this again <laughs> <laughs> 
There's, there's no O. <laughs> there is. We're, we're making it a thing. But um, yeah, so I wonder if there is a bit of that because, like you're saying there about MP49B, was um, is do you think it? You're so used to it, it just looks like it ticks the boxes and it's kind of normal. Whereas, like when you saw yeah. MP10B, even that Nemesis Prime Deco, we'll talk about this later. But it's still quite new at that point, so it's seeing it there. It's like more. fresh and shiny and stuff like that. Yeah, it was same more with Scourge. Certainly. Obviously. Well, I think as well, the thing with MP49, um, no B, just MP49, mm. uh, the thing with that was that it came so hot on the heels of uh, MP44. Uh, you're laughing about the numbering. <laughs> just, he's never going to get it. Because no. <laughs> now you've added a B. Now I'm just chucking <laughs> letters in. <laughs> to be fair to him, at that point, the masterpiece numbering gets super confusing. Because he's right, it should be. It probably should be MP44B, but they yeah. made it... We talked about the numbering of masterpiece before, no man. Sense, and it's, yeah. there's, there's no rhyme or reason to it, honestly. Like, what ifs? They're just like, what should we call this one then? Do you know what I mean? Oh, what's going to confuse everybody? Let's go with that. Particularly Liam. We'll get him. Right. <laughs> exactly. He'll just add in an O anyway. Yeah, just randomly stick a zero in the next one, even though it's like... 57. Like, they probably 50. had like a semicolon or something like that, just like new <laughs> hyphen. <laughs> oh, yes. That's, that's the yeah. next. Just a, a random ampersand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get that in. That'll be colonic irritation for most of the fandom, wouldn't it? Oh, very good. There we go. I, mean, I think the thing with MP49 is that it came so hot on the heels of MP44 as well. I mean, I don't even think there was a year between them. So, you know, in terms of masterpiece, that's like dead sudden. And it felt like the one got released. Uh, and then the the next one was announced, you know, the black repaint, and that did have a feel of like, yeah. okay, yeah, here we go. Do you know what I mean? It, it did feel a bit like that. They could have done the trailer. I mean, that would have been something interesting. This this whole not doing the trailer for the black repaint is is a bad habit, man. I don't like that. Well, actually, in that case, a lot of people were happy to not have the trailer. That is seen as a plus of oh, MP4, because it adds you know, to the cost and the everything. Because MP44 was so expensive, and it had all the, the trailer had so many doodads and Fair early point, gigs yeah. and whatever that you know. The MP49, a lot of people I've seen it described as like, and it's an unfortunate word for it, but like the budget release of MP44 <laughs> almost. You know, it's like <laughs> the black one's the affordable version of right, that mold, isn't it? <laughs> exactly, it's like the one that you can get. I mean, it's still ex- it's still expensive. That's the yeah. thing. But it's so mirrored right now in Diaclone. You can't get the Battle Convoy in Optimus colors anymore with the trailer. Right. It's just vanished from the market unless you want to pay six hundred dollars. But you can get the black one, which is a repaint of the cab with no trailer or fancy bits. It's just the cab. That is the budget release of Diaclone Battle Convoy now. So get the black version and then find a really cheap customizer, and you're away, aren't you? Do you know oh, what I mean? With sure, some red and yeah. red and blue paint. There you go. Yep. Get your Gundam marker out. That's what people like to do. Yeah. That's the thing. People have said about that release that it's got really stunning chrome red paint or like shiny red paint. So again, that brings the lush. It's mm. well, it's justifying its existence in that way. Fixed knees as well, didn't they? That's they updated the knees. Oh, what an MP forty nine. They did, yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit. Uh, although actually, I never had a problem with the knees on MP forty four, but um, a lot of, a, a lot of people did. Of course, but uh, never. Wait, wait, wait. A black repaint improves the knees instead of making them explode. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about MP9B now. Yeah. Now there's another spectacular black repaint. That is that. See, that's a good one because that's like, that to me is the ultimate black repaint. Right. In the, the, I love MP9. MP9B is just, I looked at it today. I was actually, I packed it up to move today. And uh, one of the best looking Transformers toys ever. It was funny because he was in a he was in a on a shelf full of other toys and my boy was with me as we was packing them up and it was the one that he went oh wow look at that black hot rod and he was 
straight to it, honestly, just immediately. Like, Don't it. touch it! Yeah. <laughs> It'll explode! Slow motion. Just like, Get down! <laughs> yeah, that the $6 million man, that noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Please put that sound in the end. We've got to have that sound. Oh, Absolutely. I, the noise just came out of nowhere. I don't know what was going on. But, uh... <laughs> the $6 million man, 6-0. Oh, the $6-0 oh million man and his collection of all it, Transformers. It all there's something out. there. There's a, there's a T-shirt in that, There's I'm a T-shirt sure. in that. We'll, we'll, we'll work on that. Liam, say something funny and we'll put it on a T-shirt, mate, honestly. Uh, I, was just thinking, I was thinking the next intro has got to be, you know, 6 uh, stronger, faster, better <laughs> than before. Right, maybe. But uh, speaking of, you know, as we, before we go past it, in just in case we don't talk about it again, but you were talking about the trailer mask. But it could have been worse because it could have been like the farce of. Have you seen the um the the, the, the kingdom or the Netflix version they did, where they paired the siege, uh, Nemesis Prime with the Earthrise trailer. So it was just just a grey trailer from sort of a G one Prime colored trailer, but with the black cab. Well, no, it's the, they've changed the. Well, it is a grey trailer, but it's more matched to the toy. But it's the siege Cybertronian truck mode with just the Earth trailer. Oh, right. Okay. Now that you mention it, that's... um That's a weird one. Yeah. The Siege one is the one with the really big eyebrows in uh, truck mode, isn't it? Yeah. A little the angry eyes, truck. Yeah. 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 Angry truck. The angry truck. Protruding Neanderthal truck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, cool. they didn't do uh, an Earthrise repaint, did they? A black one of that? No, I don't think so. But they with this one, they pumped in the Armada guns as well and gave him a sword. It's kind of weird. It's just this weird like trailer. It just looked really awkward. You know, because obviously it looks like a cyber truck, and then all of a sudden there's just this like Marlborough trailer towing on the back. Yeah, it's a weird choice to give him the trailer when the original didn't have it. That's like <laughs> that's that's the opposite of where you don't even see him in the price. show with it. That's the weird right. thing. It's, uh, exactly, these two separate molds and put them together. Yeah, that <laughs> is an odd one. Yeah. I must admit that was one that I looked at when it came out, and 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 I already mentioned that I really like the look of the three zero one, and and I thought actually he looked really cool in the show. But there was something about the main release of that toy. I was kind of like, mm. I don't know. It just it, it did, had it, the did it not come with a rough accept- accessory for Galvatron? That would have been great. Right. <laughs> I was <laughs> just thinking about that rough. again today, that rough. episode, that Kingdom episode. The, the brushed gold rough. Yeah. Uh, wait till we do Earthrise and Siege. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Maz will take it, mate, no. honestly. Rage quits after one episode. But uh, anyway, look, my verdict on it is I like black repaints. But I do think they need to bring the lush to the table. They need to bring the wow factor, yeah. not just as a box tick. That's that's not cool. For primes, anyway. And the only one I've ever gone out my way to get was the R.I.D. 2015 Optimus, when they did it, uh, the Scourge yeah, yeah. Black Combo version, in t- the Takara one. Mm. I think it's the Transformers Adventure, I think that was it. It's the yeah. only one I've gone my way to get, because that just looked beautiful. That looked it really did, nice. yeah. yeah. But, I mean, on paper, it was mega simple repaint. Mm. I guess it just really worked on that mould. So these days we typically associate uh, Black Convoy, Scourge, Nemesis Prime with Optimus Prime toys, don't we? But that's not where his origin is really from, is it? No. Well, actually, the, the if you're being technical, the first ever Black Convoy was actually Black Lyo Convoy in 1998. So it was Beast Wars 2nd. Uh, and I, I, have, I have had a discussion with at least one person that said that they don't count that as an example of a black convoy because it has the word Lyo in the title. But I think you've got to count it because it's where the, in my opinion anyway, it's where the deco originates from. It's the first example of an existing toy done, you know, a convoy toy done in black colours and whatever else. 
Uh, but it's a really interesting one too. It's a lovely toy. So it's just it's literally the original uh, Black uh, Lyra Convoy toy done in this sort of separate color scheme, and it did appear in the cartoon as well. Although the major difference with that one, it is worth just kind of highlighting this, is that it's kind of unique. It basically appears he appears for one episode, um, and he's a straight up copy of uh, Lyra Convoy. And in the in the cartoon, he's literally called Copy Convoy as well but actually they do make com- uh, copies of all the other maximals as well so there's you know the whole squad gets copied in black style so it's kind of quite cool uh, and then he you know spoiler alert just ends up um there's like a machine that is copying them that is then destroyed and then they all disappear it's one of those where like you mm. know the magic disappears and they all go <laughs> sounds uh, like a wheeljack device doesn't it <laughs> right yeah, yeah sounds yeah, like yeah. master force <laughs> we're all going now bye <laughs> right yes uh, bye uh so yeah it's it's a funny old one but um it's a really cool episode actually it's really great and he looks fantastic in the animation uh what was kind of weird is that the the lion uh looks very different so uh i'm trying to remember now without looking at reference pictures but the in the cartoon it's like a gray face with a black mane whereas mm. it's it's color swapped on the toy so you get a black face with a gray mane on the toy uh for example but there's no it's it it's black convoy or black lion convoy in the strictest sense in that it's all black and gray uh you know there's very little other color on that toy really at all like there's it's a pre-teal. little bit of hmm. there's actually a little bit of teal on it there is there is some it's very dead universe optimus isn't it as well you know like that's interesting that it's got some teal on it yeah it's right from the beginning the first time an, an optimus of any description or a convoy of any description was repainted black the teal was there from the beginning oh, yeah, yeah, however yeah, yeah. minor it, it's minor it's very minor you're talking so it has teal claws in the lion mode the eyes on the lion are teal, and the eyes on the robot mode are teal, and then it's got a couple of little accents. It's quite significant. His, uh, just yeah, the yeah. eyes themselves being teal is yeah. it's a statement. It is. It's a cool statement. Uh, oh no, actually, uh, uh, I'm trying to think now. Am I getting that wrong? The eyes on the robot mode. I think they are teal on the robot mode. Fairly certain. Uh, and uh, and then a couple of little accents just on his crotch area as well. Um, so it's minimal, but it's a really cool looking deco. No, they, they are, I've just checked. The eyes are teal on the robot mode as well. Uh, I suddenly had a moment of like, are they or not? But uh, and other than that, it's all grey and black, and there's a little bit of like silver because he's got his little maximal symbol on the chest. Um, but it's it's a nice looking toy, and they did a Robot Masters version of it as well, uh, but that didn't come later till 2006. So, but yeah, very very cool toy, and I think you have to count it. So that's kind of where the template comes from as well. And it's not like we had to wait a long time for the next one because it's like. Then they sort of start coming in subsequent years in various iterations of Optimus Prime or or Convoy yeah. across various media and different lines of Transformers. They definitely do. I mean, then so then there was a black big Convoy as well um, who came the next year. So that was ninety nine, and that was just a straight up repaint of of course big Convoy, which was the the mammoth. Um, mm. But that was really different. So this is interesting because this one actually is black. Uh, again, it kind of follows the template from Lyo Convoy in that it's hugely black with a little bit of grey um, and like slight accents of one of the colour, but the colour in this case is gold. So the whole thing started out with the Beasts. Yeah, it was the beast. It was it was the it was the animals what done it. Hmm. So this is so, like the, the secret origin of black repaint. Yeah, indeed, it all started there. <laughs> And then, and then, of course, it's 2000. So then you've got car robots. Which yeah. Is... So this would have been the first Optimus Prime toy to get the black treatment. Right. Yeah. So the, that was the first 
quote unquote black convoy without any other, you know, big or lio or whatever in the name. Yeah. Uh, and it's the first, uh, I was gonna, well, it's the first scourge, let's say, is where scourge comes from, mm. uh, the, the RID. Uh, no Nemesis Prime at this point. That's not a thing yet. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was 2000. And they did a couple of toys of that. So they did the Spy Changer as well and the Destructicon version oh, yeah. as well, which is really cool. That was the first one I had of those. Toys. No, it's fantastic. That was the first time I had that mold. And that's lovely, that toy. Yeah. It's, it's understandable that they would appear more in that line because it was an established character in the show. It was a really significant show character. And it, it's nice because it's from a time that there wasn't this established precedent for what a black version of Prime should look like. So like we mentioned, they could chuck in a bunch of pink and then a lot of chrome. And they just decided to make that toy look as good as it could look without being anchored to any sort of rules that this particular character or repaint needs to have. And establish him as a separate character. I think that's yeah. something yes. you don't really see. You saw it in uh, Siege or Kingdom or whichever one, but it's, it's still Optimus Prime, but whereas here it's a very different, separate character. And like you say, he's such yeah. a recurring character. He's really memorable and it's important. Isn't it the first time he's like deliberately evil as well, like very obviously opposed to the good faction instead of being a bit nebulous? Yeah, particularly in i mean yeah in beast wars second i wouldn't say he was out and out evil it was almost like he had just bad traits you know it wasn't mm-hmm. but he wasn't like a decepticon or anything right. like that he or, wanted to know, lead predicate. the maximals didn't um, he yeah 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 he he, he wanted annoyed, to he wasn't a real boy uh, it was it's a bit like that it was he kind of wanted to be better than lyo convoy was essentially the thing so yeah. that was it was more of a competition with lyo convoy as opposed to being out and out evil as such mm. um but coming back to actually uh, ne- uh scourge one interesting thing there that is worth mentioning is that actually it's only just occurred to me this but i'm pretty sure i'm right in saying that the spy changer would have presumably been the first original mold of that character because they're typically repaints, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and the original Car Robots version, you know, RID version from 2000 is a repaint. All of the previous ones before that are repaints. But the Spy Changer, that was the first use of that mold. It yeah, was created specifically, so. yeah. you know, it was 2002, but it was created specifically for that line. Um, and I, I'm trying to think, I mean, it had a subsequent use, obviously, as the uh, Laser Prime and then mm-hmm. as the 2007 Movie Prime later on. Right. But I'm pretty sure it came first as Scourge. And I would expect that was the version that would have led the sales too because it had a significant show version. And of course, you know, who doesn't want to put Tiny Little Scourge in Brave Maximus if you happen to have those two? Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, it was really kind of meant for that, obviously. So so that's kind of a significant one as well, but kind of cool. I know it's not on our list to, to mention this one as a significant Black Convoy, but just the fact that in that year, we also got the Jafcon Black repaint of G1 no, for sure. Prime is huge to me. Because they, they really went to town on that one as well. It's, it, the trailer was done in black as well. And the cab, it's not actually black. It's like really dark brown with loads of metal flake in it. It's spectacular. It's yeah. a really special toy. And it's like Optimus Prime in a different color, not just G2 Prime with black trailer. It's like the cab in black. It's a very, very special figure. And if you were lucky enough to get them from the entertainer in the UK <laughs> when you ordered an Optimus Prime... You know, that that was a really special time as well. Do you guys remember that? No, I don't remember that. So the entertainer in the UK, a retailer in the UK, uh, they received some of the Japanese Takara reissue Optimus Primes and they were selling them for £40 each. You could order them online. I remember I got two of them, praying that one of them would end up being the Jafcon. And um, one one of our friends knows 
a staff member at the entertainer who was working there at the time and confirmed that, yes, some of the Jafcon ones did come through with no that order. Way. So people in the UK would have paid £40 to the entertainer and got the Jafcon black version of Optimus Prime, That's which was a, insane. I think, a I show had no exclusive idea. in Japan. I had no idea. How annoyed do you think some of them would have been like, though? That's the weird part, isn't it? Like something like that, who didn't know what it was. It's entirely possible that someone would have got that and said, that's not what I ordered and uh, flogged it. it. Back. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I forget the numbers of the production numbers and everything on that now, but it was limited, wasn't it? Obviously. And uh, it would have been like 1500 or something. Yeah, I, so I, I forget exactly what it was now. I mean, it was comparable with stuff like Shining Magnus and all the kind of stuff from mm. that time. But that's another one I think that um, I remember. Not so long ago, it was sat around kind of on, on Japanese sites or whatever. Not so much shelf warming, but just it didn't have the great level of interest or anything. But it's definitely price hiked a lot since. Uh, yeah. uh, it's one that I'm very happy to have. Same. Let's see. Uh, and you're right, it is stunning. I, I must admit, when I got it, I just thought, okay, it's going to be like a black Optimus Prime. And it's it doesn't really, that no. description doesn't do it justice. No, because we have a bootleg black Optimus Prime. Hmm. But this is entirely different. It's you look at it under some lights, and it's, it's really, really nice and unique. I think it's also nice to have, in a funny way, that box ticked as well, isn't it? To have the classic original convoy mold in black, like it. All yeah. of this talk of black convoys and everything. If we didn't have that, in a funny way, it would feel sort of a bit incomplete. Yeah. And I like that it's from around the time when this started to be a thing and not just something that we've had now, but yeah. it's been around since the beginning of this this movement of repainting Prime into black. If it happened now, it would look completely different, wouldn't it? It would have right. teal, it would have it would have the kind of classic now, classic look. It's funny that it doesn't though, isn't it? Like We see the reissue of the G1 Optimus Prime all the time, but you never see the black version, which is it seems quite odd. Yeah. It's fair, they could easily do a Nemesis Prime out of G1 Prime as a reissue or something. It's, it, it would be yeah, I mean, it's an obvious like they one. They don't take every other opportunity. Right. That's what I mean. Like You see it for every new mold. Every single one is almost guaranteed, isn't it? But this the G1 toy, no matter how many times they reissue it, they, they never seem to, which just yeah. seems strikes you as quite odd. I'd actually be up for it, man, honestly, because particularly as Jafcon is an Autobot, obviously, first and foremost. Yeah. So it's got an Autobot symbol on it. Uh, if you choose to put it on, it looks really different. Um, you know, it doesn't look like a Nemesis or no. Prime that black convoy at all, really. There's nothing menacing about it, actually. No, there's not. Even the it looks like a like a good guy. You know, even mm. the black on it is not as black. Right, it's kind of like a slightly lighter color almost. Um, so, but it's it's lovely in hand. But yeah, I'd be up for them doing a Nemesis G one. What honestly. badges does he have? Does he have Decepticon badges? Or is it no, Autobot, Autobot badges. Autobot, Autobot. Yeah, so yeah. like Nuclear and Quest as well, isn't it? Stuff like those. those guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that wasn't from too long afterwards yeah. either. I guess they were really establishing this as a as a brand right back at the beginning. Because what I think it's two thousand and one that we'd had the God Jinrai reissue, and then bam, you get Super Jinrai in black, and it's Nuclear and Quest. Super Convoy, it's Convoy, it's not Jinrai. Yeah. And yeah, it's yet another recognisable Optimus Prime leader, Convoy, whatever you want to call it, toy in black. And it's like, yeah. no, we are committing to repainting Primes in black. The the funny thing about those two with their Autobot symbols, and it's come up in conversation before, but then is actually to think of MP1B, which of course also, right, it also has the Autobot logo and it's the three, it's the three black Primes that always 
kind of create conversation whenever you see them in a photo lineup. Uh, I think I did post a picture once of all three of them with a load of other black convoys and things. And they're always the ones that people are like, hang on a minute, why are those three got Autobot Not logos on them? Yeah, uh, I can and imagine. it always creates question mark. But the, the weird thing then about MP1B is that you would think it would have come at the same time because it was like 2001, all of that. You know, you would think that maybe it came kind of 2003-ish, you know, kind of just after uh, MP1, MP01 mm. for you, Liam. Uh, you know, just after that was a thing. I have correct to, like, have to translate exactly. <laughs> not correct. Not correct. Uh, but but it didn't. It didn't Alternative come till right. Exactly. Liam facts. It didn't come till two thousand and nine for MP One B. So it's like a full eight years after Nuclon Quest. It's really late, isn't it? It's a weird one. I wonder why they didn't feel the need to do that ahead of Magnus. It's yeah. a funny one because it would only have been like three years after we'd had uh, two years after Nuclon Quest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Is that it's like they had Jeffcon two thousand, Nuclon Quest two thousand one. Then you've got you know MP one coming out two thousand three, uh, kind of kind of era. It would have been an obvious one, surely. To to mm. but but obviously not. You had to you know wait six years. I wonder if that's because they wanted to establish masterpiece as a very central to the characters sort of thing, and that would have just been way too early in the line to start introducing unfamiliar repaints or new characters because they're like really stuck to like prime mm. magnus starscream you know they were really getting core core stuff maybe it just didn't suit the mm. the taste of the line at the time it's very different now yeah absolutely i mean nowadays a black repaint is a given isn't it but i think it shows that at the time how little of a, of a thing it was you know i mean we did well we'd had a couple uh, by that point but well certainly around the 2003 mark we'll, mm. we'll come on to Armada and stuff but it was sort of becoming a thing I suppose yeah. at that point I don't think it was essential for anyone at no time. well I think of how many people were buying G1 and reissues but just looked at Jafcon and thought nah yeah and, and really Me. the only black convoy Same. was Scourge it was it was just yeah. that so it definitely was not a template thing at all no. by that point it was um, what's the word not forgettable or ignorable but it just it wasn't essential. It wasn't part of the landscape. It was just an oddity, I think. Yeah. I don't think anyone would have blinked or said, why haven't we gotten a black repaint of MP1? I'd be surprised if there was any sort of significant movement of people who were clamoring for it during 2003 or even 2004. Yeah. So do, you, do you think there's an element of the character then being important? The sort of having it, it being a character? You know, because it's confusion is we've got Nemesis Prime, uh, Scourge, and Optimus. So do you think a lot of people maybe see, like we're talking about the Jeffcom on going into 10 do you think a lot of people see that and go, that's a repaint rather than being a separate character? And so they dismiss it. Because I mean, that's what I do a lot of time with the black ones, where it's like, I already have the normal one. I'm quite happy with it. I don't know of any Transformers toy that doesn't benefit from having a character behind it. Mm. Yeah. Or, or just look at what we said last week about Diaclone. Why do so many people bow out? Because they can't associate it with characters or fiction. Or identity. It's just a toy. Yeah, coming back to Legacy, I've definitely seen people in the last week being keen to say, I like this because, you know, it's Scourge and it's not, it's, it's, although it's called Black Convoy, mm. it's to them, it's Scourge and that's who they kind of associate it with. Um, and I think something about that kind of helps people with it a little bit. It, I don't know, because in theory, it's not that different to, the siege repaint really is it? it's just another black repaint of an optimus prime mold mm-hmm. but something about it being representative of scourge and it has the little symbols and all of that the upside down symbols it kind of feels a bit different for people that's what people want isn't it they want those characters and i just wonder if that's what it was with mp1b like they were like ultra magnus is a character yeah 
that's what we can tell. I think you're versus right. Versus it being, you know, that different. Like, it's just a, a repaint. And it's different. I think you're absolutely right. I think that's exactly probably what it was at the time. Because they didn't do it with Megatron, did they? Until they did the gold one quite a while later. So they didn't just deco that in anything else. No, and we still haven't had MP36 in, in black. Yeah. You know, it's just, that's not as established a thing, which is weird because black Megatron was a thing before Transformers. Yeah. And it's funny how it's just not caught on in the same way. I mean, we had Black Coro Q, Megatron. It's, it's a lot more sporadic, whereas for Prime, it's become like a a brand. I think the only one I can think of was with the Combiner Wars. Do you remember that? When they did the giant Megatron, there was the knockoff version that was in black. That was going around everywhere, sort of had black and purple. See, Black Megatron should be a thing, I think, because it's so oh. cool as well. Like, yeah. it looks Look great. Look animated Shadow Blade Megatron. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just mega st- Stealth Bomber Megatron, so nice. remember when they did that? Yeah, true. It definitely should be more of a thing. It feels like it suits him more. <laughs> Well, coming slightly further ahead in time then, or later in time, I suppose you should say, uh, is is then Armada. And this is the significant one. So I actually listed um, on my notes, I put six toys, six Black Convoys, Nemesis Primes, whatever, that I felt were significant in the kind of evolution, if you like, of, of this whole thing. And we've listed two of them already, which was Black Lowe Convoy and Car Robots. And I think Armada is the third one purely for the name, because I believe, anyway... And again, feel free to at me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's the first Nemesis Prime uh, in 2003. So that's kind of significant by itself. And that's a Hasbro creation, right? Yes, at that point. So there was a Japanese release as well, but it was completely different look. Uh, interestingly, actually, that one was, I think, named Scourge, and it was a it was. <laughs> in a bit of a bizarre one. Uh, and it was a it was a limited one. It was like a TV magazine mail-away dealie. Uh, different like, deco, you know, completely different. Completely different. Completely different. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the, the Armada one actually breaks the template a little bit as well, um, in that it, it really doesn't sort of follow the kind of the the teal look. But again, it hadn't really been established at that point. You Not know, at you've all, got though. you've got Scourge, obviously, from Car Robots, and that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than him, you know, there's no um, obvious sort of established thing. So the the Armada toy does have a bit of teal on it. But it's got a lot of red as well, and it's got this kind of burnt grey uh, for like the smokestacks and things like that. So it's kind of a different look. Did it come with a trailer? No, it was the it was the Bendy Prime, um, what's commonly referred to as Bendy Prime, the smaller uh, Armada right, okay. Optimus Prime mold. So never, no trailer with that one, but it's more articulated. Oh, cause of course, because that would have had a, the red version didn't come with a trailer either of the Bendy. No. Yeah, exactly the the Bendy one. Yeah. Bendy class. Bendy, yeah, or Bendy bus. <laughs> I just I found it funny that none of them look like the cartoon either. He's, he's different to any of them. Yeah, because the because that one was in the cartoon as well, wasn't it? Yeah, but, uh, it was like another one episode daily, I think, if I recall correctly. Yeah, he's like a non sentient thing created by Unicron. Yes, it's... that's right. That's right. Yeah, because uh, I remember actually during um, War for Cybertron, the cartoon, people were like, "Oh, oh he's a Unicron thing now." But it's like, oh, actually, that had happened before as well um, during Armada. So. It is funny, though, that a lot of these iterations up to this point are some kind of clone or copy or error or or droid. I mean, even Black Convoy was like, oh, that was supposed to be a, you know, an Autobot's body, but a Decepticon personality went yes. into it and they tried to get him to change his allegiance all the way through Car Robots and R.I.D., and the MP1B is some kind of droid as well, some kind of... Yes, he's a droid. The, 
the personality of, of Dan, I think I read, has been like implanted into it. And they just all seem to be like, copy convoy was the very first one as well. It's just got that sort of vibe to it all, all the yeah. way through so far. Do you think that's what makes Scourge more appealing then? Just because he's like a separate, he's a separate dude. Yeah, but even in the cartoon, they spent time trying to get him to, yeah, I guess he did have his own distinct personality. Yeah, it was different. I guess, he never felt like a copy. He never no. felt like, um, because he he didn't look like Prime. No, he, like Superfire Convoy and him couldn't have been more different. Really. Exactly. Like he was a repaint, of course, from G two, mm. but in Car Robots R.I.D. itself, he's a different mold. So, yeah. which I always think is kind of cool. Like it's a different toy for that lineup. Yes. So they needed to get that toy back, didn't they? That's kind of kind of cool. But do you think there's it's, it's an interesting because it? it's a really classic archetype that you know is an evil clone of the original character, you know, very Star Trek Mirrorverse, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. It's almost like Shattered Glass before Shattered Glass, isn't it? You know, having the is evil version of Optimus Prime. Hmm. I think that's weird, actually. I've often thought it's strange that Shattered Glass has become a thing as well because you already have an evil Optimus Prime, like, right there. It's it shows you how much people gravitate to it, though, don't they? Do yeah, yeah. It's, it's a total thing. Flip. I think, actually, the bit that what the one that people didn't like, in my experience i'm sure some people did was the the last night one you know with with it just being optimus prime sent a bit bonkers yeah. by quintessa or whatever i, I actually do remember some of that film believe it or not. i'm shocked <laughs> do you know what I mean? yeah I that's about my extent of it honestly like it, the the plot just kind of goes off on one for there it's the as it, I, and i think we mentioned this before but it's the my overriding memory of watching that film in the cinema is you maz turning to me about maybe half of the way through and just literally in the middle of the cinema just turning around and just going so how have you been yeah how's work like oh yeah not too bad mate yeah all right you know is that the one where some geese just smacks somebody with a fish was that yeah that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah fish yeah. punch no he, he yeah. punches a fish yeah, he beats it up, doesn't he? that's the most whacking. memorable part of the movie yeah. is, is cogman punching a fish yeah yeah it's a bizarre hey, film moving swiftly on yeah, indeed. But they there is they do the whole Nemesis Prime thing in there, but it is just literally Optimus sent a bit doolally and called Nemesis Prime. And a lot of people really didn't like that, I think, because it was just like, oh, it's the same guy, but you know, it could have been like a whole separate thing, it could have been a clone, it could have been a separate you know, a whole separate entity, and that somehow would have been cooler. But I think the idea that, you know, Optimus just went on a bit of a evil bender. People didn't really get that. It's very odd for him to name himself as well, you know. I'm, ne- <laughs> I'm Nemesis Prime it's, now. It's the most edgelord thing you can do, isn't it? <laughs> it? Isn't it like a bit um, Peter Parker in, <laughs> in Spider-Man 3? <laughs> well, he's, like I said, he's got an established black repaint. Exactly. When he uh, tosses his hair, when he looks in the mirror and he kind of goes all emo. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit yeah. like that, isn't it, with Nemesis That's Prime? That's what we needed in the last night was Optimus Prime in the dance down the street. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man 3 that actually would have made it more bearable I'm not going to lie like when I watched Spider-Man 3 I was there like oh my god why is he dancing but if that had happened in last night it would have been a bit of brevity honestly I would have been down for it dance with a fish yeah look how well people have received that advert where Optimus Prime is like high-fiving that dude on the beach and having it's a great. swim and everything you know? the Transformers will return after these messages Right, well, it's that part of the episode where we're going to talk about our sponsor for the evening, and that is tfsource.com as ever. Thank you very much to them for sponsoring the pod. We couldn't do it without you. Uh, So we're going to take a quick look at their site, tfsource.com, as I say, and check out what they've got in stock and up for pre-order at the moment. What's caught your eyes, chaps? I don't don't even have to open the page. It's, (laughs) It's been open since the last episode. Right. I've just spent my whole time learning how much this that last episode is going to cost me 
I've been through virtually every Diaclone listing on their page. I've just lived on that page, looking at DA92, looking at the pod gantry, looking at how sore I am for missing Battle Convoy, just looking yeah. at the product pictures. I think it just has been a pastime for me this week. You do love a gantry. Yeah, I do love a gantry. And um, in addition, I've started to look up on there the STC Commander Nuclear Blast Edition, you know, the thing that was originally oh, right. yeah, by yeah. TFC Toys. So I realized from their website that there is actually a 2021 edition of the Nuclear Blast Commander, uh, and it's in much more saturated green, and it comes with, like, this cape. <laughs> it's like tarp. That just goes over the vehicle or yeah, goes over cool. the robot. And uh, that has been a page that has also remained open. I, so, yeah, I, I have that figure. It's it's mega, man. Honestly, you would, we've talked about it, but you would... It's 160 it. scale. It's made for Diaclone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very specifically as well. I yeah. think the ramps have got metal. Targeted. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, for the magnetic feature? Hmm. Yeah, I just... Um, it's got to happen. So, yeah, I've just lived on that Diaclone reboot page of theirs, trying so hard not to order <laughs> DA92. It's coming dangerously close. That's the thing. If you, if you don't get it at pre-order, you're going to be sorry. And yeah. it's, like, it's like harking back to 2013 with Masterpiece. Like, if you don't pre-order, you're going to miss out. And then you're going to be paying hugely like inflated that. aftermarket prices. So, just looking at it now, I was thinking, that's like $320 today. It's going to be $550 six months later. It do be like that. What about you, Liam? What's caught your eye? Uh, I'm actually looking at something called the XL15 Spaceship Chogokin. Chogokin, ooh. Doesn't sound like a Transformer. No, this. Uh, have you seen that Buzz Lightyear movie that's coming out? Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So they've been do- they've been showing off these little spaceship craft. I don't know if you've seen them, like little jet fighters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they look incredible. They just look really cool. And there's a really high-end one of those. Yeah. Oh, I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's really nice. And I think what's been discovered is largely these things are all of a certain size, where they're also compatible with Diaclone, like the Disney versions and stuff. Oh, bit. shut up! As I say, no, nobody needs stuff. to know that. Nobody needs to know that. I I've discovered a wonderful trick that if you want to enable Maz on a toy, you just tell him it's compatible with Diaclone. What I mean. did you do that with today? It was Superlink Omega Supreme, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Energon Omega Supreme. Honestly, and it, it was. The first, I mean, I had to admit I was lying, but. I, maybe it would work. I don't know. Honestly, it was your. It was your when you came back when I pointed out that Optimal Optimus from Beast Wars works with Diaclone, and you were like, uh, "That's it. I need that toy now." <laughs> Add it to the list. Piloted Mech Monkey. Absolutely. Right. Exactly. I mean, it would work wonderfully in a. It would kind of fit some of the the kind of yep. bonkers Diaclone stuff going on, wouldn't it? Transformers wise, it's definitely the lead foot as well. That was. Ah, uh, right. The old Wreckers, Wreckers, Legacy Wreckers yeah. stuff. That does look really good. I, I love that lead foot. I'm still, I'm still looking at MP Crosscut as well. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, of course. And Shuki, which can't be too far away. Expensive times. Yes. What are you looking at, Sixer? Uh, it's a couple of things on there I think look really good. A couple of new X Transbots uh, bits and bobs. So they've got a Nightbeat called Conan, and um, uh, <laughs> which, yeah, it was a bizarre name for it, but why not? Classic Barbarian, uh, as he is. Yeah, exactly. There you go. And uh, Nightingale, which is a uh, Minerva uh, repaint. So that looks pretty cool. Uh, so I've kind of got one of those. There's MP56 Trailbreaker, just come up for pre order. That's a no brainer for me, man. That just looks spectacular, I think. I've been through. I lost count of how many third-party trailbreakers there's been, and uh, I, I pointed this out in an article the other day, but you've got to spare a thought for old fans' toys that have been trying to get theirs off the ground since 2000 and... 
I don't know, 20, uh, 2016, I think, or something? I, I had a couple of those trailbreakers, and the one thing I knew by the end of that was that I didn't need any more Masterpiece scale trailbreakers. Right, Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this one you. looks pretty good, though. This one looks uh, pretty pretty hot, so I'm totally into it, honestly. Uh, so, yeah, a couple of things there. But they've got, and yes, the, the Diaclone as well uh, is definitely, definitely a thing. Uh, I'm feeling that pull. What can I say? Well, you've already pulled the trigger on some, haven't you? I have, yeah. I've got a couple of bits on the way, so... I'll uh, do some picks and stuff when they arrive. Can't wait. I'm not looking forward to your battle convoy pictures because I just think that's going to hurt so bad. I probably would have had it done by now. If it wasn't for moving house, I'm using moving house now as like the excuse for everything. Do you know what I mean? But it is kind of true because it's very hard to take pictures of robots when like you're packing up robots and yeah. it's 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 a mission, let's say. But uh, yeah, once we've moved house and all set up, it's going to be full steam ahead. And that, that is going to get photographed large you'll honestly. be on mute that week yeah oh, well, wouldn't blame you mate honestly am, am i not normally is that not just the no comment. The default <laughs> yeah wouldn't, wouldn't care to uh confirm or deny <laughs> anyway that is our sponsor segment for tonight and uh yeah wonderful tf source thank you very much to them do check them out they've got a very glorious diaclone page so you can check yeah, that out thank there. you so much for <laughs> right. everything yeah indeed uh, and uh, Maz is going to be placing a Diaclone order before the night is out, I suspect. But we'll we'll hear more about that another time. Too late, too late. This is the real reason all your shelves are empty behind you, isn't it? You've had to sell everything to fund Diaclone. Yeah, it's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> Preparing for more Diaclone. So anyway, check them out, tfsource.com, for all your Transformers third-party Diaclone needs. We now return to the Transformers. Obviously, now we see black repaints of Optimus in Generations all of the time, and it's just such a standard thing. We just expect it. But the fir- very first one was a redeck of the Universe mode, wasn't it? A SDCC exclusive. It was, yeah, in 2008. Uh, so that was kind of where it all began. Uh, and I think in, I don't know, in my mind anyway, I don't own it, but I think that is kind of a significant release because it's the one where on a kind of mainline mold anyway, where the the kind of the classic deco starts to become a bit more established. So of course we've already seen, you know, you've had two thousand, you know, car robots and all of that and two thousand one RID. That's kind of where the deco sort of becomes like a thing, if you will, after Black Lyre Convoy anyway. But then after that, all right, yeah, you've had Armada Nemesis Prime, um, and you've had the Japanese version, but there hasn't really been any kind of like popularizing of it. And I think that SDCC release is the first time, even though it was a, a Comic-Con exclusive, it's the first one where it's kind of uh, brought to the main line, if you will, in that way. But even before that, of course, you had Alternators in 2006, which also I think... Also an SDCC, was, wasn't it? It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that again, I think the, the combo in some way of those two releases, 2006, 2008, it's almost like a double whammy that I'm just looking at it now historically and thinking that's actually really significant, the timing of those, because I think that's where you start to see that kind of quick succession of black convoy, Nemesis Prime repaints. Sort of As exclusives too. Yeah, 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 exactly. Making them more desirable. Yeah. Uh, and, and a bit after the fact of the originals also, yes. like not coming right at the same time. It kind of wasn't necessarily an expected thing, but it was exciting at that point. And I think the alternators is really significant because it's the first uh, example of the deco from kind of car robots kind of being carried over and sort of made classic, I suppose. It's kind of, you know, it's it's really hard to kind of put into words, but there's just something about the alternators toy that is, it's like it weaponizes everything that becomes synonymous with the look of that 
repaint of the character, if you like. You know, it's got right. the teal, it's got the the kind of red uh, cues and things like that. But it it's kind of takes the the look from car robots and turns it more into what we now think of as a Nemesis Prime archetype, yeah. if you will. It, it's funny because if something deviates from that archetype, I bet people would comment on it and almost point out that, hey, this doesn't match up to what Nemesis Prime looks like. It's become that much of its own thing now. I think we're beyond the point of creativity with the Black Prime repaint. I think it's now very much set in stone. Totally agree with you. I mean, look at the the conversation that the legacy version is even causing at the moment, you know, because it's mixed things up again uh, a, a little bit, you know, and that is causing some conversation. Uh, I mean, there were other examples. Obviously, there was a there was a hybrid style, uh, but that's a good example because there was a hybrid style in 2006, you know, those um, mm-hmm. kind of smaller ones. Teeny yeah. That actually had Autobot logos as well. So that was a break from, you know, uh, that's why I say that Alternators is the one that for me really kind of establishes the formula a little mm-hmm. bit at that point, kind of takes what car robots did and kind of brings it back, uh, you know, really kind this of... This would be a great moment to shout out to your best tweets of the month with that hybrid style because I can't remember who did the tweet that said um, back when... Hasbro and Takara couldn't figure out how to make Optimus Prime look oh, like a man. truck. It's yeah, was, <laughs> an amazing tweet. Spoiler alert, but it's on the list. I can tell you, it's yeah. like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was that on last month? I, I think it was remember. on the previous month. I think was it on last month? Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. If it wasn't, it would have been this month because it was. It had me gagging with laughter. Honestly, it's so true though. Because uh, that I had that hybrid style at one point, the red version, and it's true. It wasn't the best truck at all. Uh, fun toy though but still uh, but what I was going to say is that yeah in terms of the alternators release is that it's really kind of gets the classic look and becomes the template if you will um, whereas actually there had been so there had been the hybrid style one with Autobot Locos but also in 2004 going back a little bit further there had been a Nemesis Prime which I think was the second Nemesis Prime which was a, a second repaint this is where it gets really confusing now because you're talking about you know or like different numbers of things. It's the second repaint of Big Convoy in black, but it had like gold and all kinds of other colors on it as well. It had like a really weird, um, like burnt brown kind of look. Like it looks like it's yellowed a little bit, bizarrely, and like red in there and all kinds of stuff. Very strange looking toy. Uh, and, and so that's what I mean is that you'd had a couple of examples of like a Nemesis Prime, a Black Convoy, but none of them fit the template that we now know and then alternators it was convoluted alternators is the one yeah it, just looking at the tf wiki page trying to establish a timeline for what comes first it's convoluted on there as well so it must have felt very unconnected when these toys were coming out and yeah was i think it was a little like unexpected. a bit a bit haphazard in a way it was mm. exciting but yeah alternators for me was the one that really kind of just took it and made it a formula if you will um, and you see it really after that 2006 period. And then particularly with the SDCC 2008, mm. that's when it's like, this is just what you get. But it's it's the extremes, isn't it? It was haphazard then, but it's formulaic now. And I, know. I don't think either is really... I actually don't mind the haphazardness of it because you don't know what you're getting. There's still a surprise. Formulaic is almost the wrong direction to go with this, you know. It's a fine line. Yeah, and especially if they're not going to be spectacular. If they're just going to literally be different paint, different colours in the yeah. same spots every time. So that as soon as you get the Optimus Prime in a line, you can have a Digibash up a couple of hours later, which 100% accurately demonstrates what the Nemesis Prime version of it is going to look like. It kind of it just 
it's a bit of magic being spoiled, I guess. Yeah. Again, maybe that's a, another tick. You know, maybe that's another feather in the cap of old legacy um, black convoy. Do you know what I mean? That it did mm-hmm. kind of do something a little different with the old pink and things. So stops it being routine, doesn't it? Yeah. Speaking of not being routine, did any of you pick up the? I can't remember if it was Takara Tomi Mall. It might have been, but the Titans Return triple changing Optimus Prime that came out as Black Convoy from Takara Tomi. Did any of you get that? I didn't, but I know which one yeah. you mean. Yeah, it has a jet mode. I mean, even that was just like, well, that's a little bit different. It's still all the usual colours, you know, pink, teal, black, silver, but it had a jet mode. We got that Energon, didn't we, where they had a Grand Convoy, and that then went into Combiner Wars' Grand Scourge. Grand Scourge was the Takara exclusive release, which is That's the one, but it's the Combiner Wars Optimus, isn't it? It is Combiner Wars Optimus Prime, yeah. And again, that Grand Scourge didn't follow the... um, It had gold on it, didn't it? Like, the grill on it is gold. It's, It's not completely formulaic as, as what we're seeing now. Uh, coming back to alternators, I think the funny thing there is that the Have we talked be... about alternators enough on this podcast? Is this is this because it's Beast Wars adjacent? Is this yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> no, carry on. But no, I was going to say the interesting thing there is that there was going to be a Barnal Tech version as well. Uh, well, the BTA-04, um, wasn't it? It was going to be an asterisk yeah. release, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It got cancelled. Uh, which I would have loved to have seen, actually. It would have been really interesting. But of course then With it... Marissa Fairborn. Yeah, it could have been really, um, really kind of fun to, to kind of come across but then of course it was done as an exclusive as well in 2007 that's the thing that again it sort of supports that move towards exclusive versions of prime being this color because you've already talked about the sdc sdcc versions of the alternators and the classics prime and then this sat there as the wonderfest exclusive mm. in black hateful toy <laughs> I um, like it. I like it. Oh, must have must have had a dud. Must have had a dud. No, I, no, no, no. To be fair, it's the weight of it is ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? Like it is, it is bizarre just handling it. And the the Binal Tech um, Prime as well, the Convoy is the same. Uh, you know, I've I've got both, and I've got the Kiss Players um, uh, Convoy as well. And there's no doubt that handling the all plastic one is nicer mm. for sure. So it's strange, but. One thing I could say about that Wonderfest was that it did bring the wow. Yes. It was a black repaint of a prime figure, but it had an amazing look. Like the teal on that with the chrome rims and just the really deep black look of the of the vehicle. It was amazing to look at. It was just disappointing to handle, but even though that ticked the boxes of what is now established for black prime repaints, it was really amazing to look at. And and that was kind of, it put me in conflict with how much I disliked handling it. It just reminds me how much these repaints, if they're going to continue with them, they need to bring a bit of magic to it. It does. It can't just be a formulaic repaint. Yeah, I agree. I think that was that's definitely one that it's good to look at, isn't it? Not yes. so much to handle. But um, I think you're right because the the teal is actually surprisingly sparse on that as well. Like it's it's really nicely applied, like around the sort of edges of the face and things like that. And very crisply applied, and it just works as an accent to really kind of brighten mm. up the overall black look. But again, it's a very shiny toy, yes. really nicely painted, and I think that helps it. I think a lot of these look good when they've got that kind of gloss finish to them uh, instead of it makes them being... pop, doesn't it? I think yeah, that's, right. That's right. what it is. It really stands out. Whereas sometimes black, when it's like matte, can look really flat and sort of uninteresting. I really think that needs to be the focus and. Of, of a black prime repaint i think it needs to stop being evil prime and it needs to be incredible looking prime <laughs> you know yeah, in a yeah, different yeah. color that just 
like MP10B was, like Wonderfest Convoy was, like like Jafcon Convoy was. All of these are stunning toys to look at, and they just bring something else to the table than the original release. I do you know what, coming back to your point from a second ago, Maz. I, I'm kind of actually really agreeing. The more we're talking about this, that that I know we said it was maybe a bit haphazard, but that kind of scattergun approach of like what's this one going to look like? You know, mm. let's mix it up. And almost making the best choice for each mould, you know, if they are going to do a black repaint every time, mix it up a bit. You know, what's doesn't have to always be the same kind of pattern. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't yep. even have to follow the exact um, sort of paint markers or whatever from Optimus. It can just be a completely different look. You know, throw in the occasional bit of red, throw in the occasional bit of blue even or whatever. Because mm. um, actually there's one thing that I always think about going all the way back to back, Black Lyo Convoy, is that, yes, the teal is there, but actually the little bits on his um, on his sort of crotch area, his hips or whatever, uh, is teal, but it's kind of, those little bits especially have almost got a slight tinge of blue. And it, it looks, it's just like another little extra colour that's kind of cool. Um, but, you know, I, I, I suppose that's what I'm thinking now, is that it's quite nice when they mix it up a bit each time and just make it a bit different. One of the worst things that can happen to stuff like this is that you see it and it becomes... That looks exactly what I expected it to look like. Yes. Yeah. Because there's no wow factor. And that, like, the fervor that was there for Black Repaints of Optimus Prime for years, like the SEC uh, Universe one, it was like really people were like, wow, I want it, I need it. But now it's just, it's become so routine and so expected. You see it and you go, eh, it just looks like whatever. I need to see something else that's different. It's lost that power. And like you say there, it's like Sixo was saying, it should be designed around what is the best use of it on this mold. How, rather than it just looking like, accurate or something like that it undersells the toy i think like that when they do it or the deco even definitely i mean there are a couple that I'd, i would love to check out i mean i think i've ticked off all my really significant ones now uh because it was literally the the six were black lyre convoy car robots uh armada nemesis prime alternators 2006 university 2008 the sdc one um and then mp 10 which we've already talked about I'd, <laughs> in my mind those are the that if you kind of chart the evolution of that deco uh, or like that idea, I suppose, because it's not even all from Hasbro or Takara or whatever. It's kind of it's not like they really follow a theme. But I think those toys for me are the ones that kind of brought us to this point now of like what we continuously get or kind of think of as Black Convoy and Nemesis Prime. Typically, anyway, there are still some outliers. I've got one more to mention that I think should be on the significant list okay. because I think it takes the concept completely to the extreme. To the point where the toy is unobtainable. Can you guess what I'm going to say? I actually can't. I'm intrigued. Ah. Black Superfire Convoy. Uh, So you take a concept and you create something gorgeous. No no real recognizable teal spots to my mind. There's a lot of gold on that one. There's a lot of gold. But it has such a look to it. It's a black fire engine. It's just, and it's just impossible for a majority of us to ever own. Yeah, and that really elevates that thing to magic status. That's that's got to be it, though, isn't it? That's that's so much of it is a black version has got to be it's Optimus Prime, but cooler. That's what these decks are got to be. It's got to be an event. Yeah, it's got to be something special, not just it's yeah. him and his work work uniform or something. You know, it's so routine because you see it just the <laughs> other on a version bad of day, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like when you see people you know you're twerking, they're wearing a uniform, so you just get used to them in like regular clothes. Work. Mm. That's what it's like now. That's what it's, called. it's just the, the alternate him and his wardrobe. But it yeah. should be in his Sunday best. That's what it <laughs> yeah. should be right. Like bring him out, and here he is in high gloss black. You know. <laughs> 
and we're talking about the legacy one and, and complimenting it on doing something different, but we all knew it was coming. We all yeah. absolutely knew that this toy was going to get released. And even that in itself is a bit of a shame that it's just a hyper expected. And I think actually we probably would have been a bit miffed if we hadn't seen one. And then I wonder why would we have been miffed? <laughs> you know, so it, it's a weird dichotomy yeah. now because it's kind of like almost damned if you do, damned if you don't, isn't it? Because it's like definitely there would have been people that would have been disappointed if there was no Scourge, Black, Con- Black Convoy, whatever, based on the, the legacy Laser Prime mold. But you're right, at the same time, I mean, look, I'm saying that, but there was plenty of fanfare about it online. Plenty hmm. of excitement. People really, Well, I'm glad. I'm glad know. it's not become so dull. Uh, and I yeah. don't think it's just about making it exclusive and tough to get. I don't think you could have taken Laser Prime from Legacy, made it a lucky draw version in Japan, and painted it exactly how you expected it to look. And that would have made it achieve that special status that Black Superfire Convoy has. It's No. It's about the fact that that toy's deco is outrageously pretty. I think yeah. you've you've hit the the nail on the head there, and that's kind of the ultimate example. I mean, certainly in my mind, that is a that's a banger of a grail. That's like that's one mm. that, as you said, very few people are going to own. It's it's like a real it's a status release, really, isn't it? It's kind of you know one that we would all aspire to have, um, but also completely different as well. Never been replicated, really, and in a funny kind of way. I, I yeah, I'm kind of coming around to this idea that more of these black convoys should be that. They should be mm. an excuse to do something a bit weird and wacky and different and, you know, throw in a bit of, like that one throws in a bit of gold chrome and whatever else. And why not? It looks great. Yeah. And it's so great that it's got its own non-transforming third-party Banana Force release. <laughs> which Banana is Force, also gorgeous. Yeah. Which is appealing because that version is so unobtainable that people will go to the lengths of having a non-transforming version of it just to look at it because it's so great. I was just going to say, it would be cool if the conversation moved from when's the black optimus repaint coming to what's it going to look like you know if mm. that yeah. became a thing didn't it that was like oh wow i can't wait to see what they do rather than i can't i just assume it's gonna look like this and i'm gonna buy it yeah i absolutely agree i think it really struck me when you said about you know people can digibash these things before yes. they're even unveiled yeah. and, and know what it's going to look like and i think actually that's why the legacy one threw a curveball for people because the, those digibashes did exist mm. and then the, the toy didn't match them which is the funny thing yeah you know, that's they, interesting they, yeah. I would also love it if it wasn't always Nemesis Prime or Black Convoy. Right. Like Nucleon Quest Super Convoy was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. different. Yeah. But we've had so many Black Convoys to this point that everyone just assumes that that is a black repaint of the toy it was originally a repaint of. So it's Jinrai. And how many Convoy Prime versus Jinrai conversations does anyone need to have in one lifetime? Well, I think that's the funny thing. You know, looking through the history of all of these toys and you know kind of preparing for this episode it really kind of puts it into context of in a funny way that the what people imagine now as black convoy you know the kind of archetype that we said the kind of template almost uh hasn't really been a thing that long you know we're only really talking since you know all right maybe the last 14 years or so but in the grand history of transformers that's relatively recent really you know Mm. and uh i think you know there are lots of examples plenty actually that fall outside of that you know whether it's with autobot logos or with different color schemes or just that they don't fit the template in some way and actually some of those are some of my favorites
Well, we've covered a lot of ground now talking about Black Convoys, Nemesis Primes, all of these things. And we haven't included every version. We spoke about a lot of them, but there are so many more. But we've picked a lot of what we felt were the most important. So we think we should probably end on what are our favourites. All right. I think it depends a lot on how good the original Prime is. Because I, I tend to find all the ones I'm picking as my favourites really are because I love the original toy so much. Hmm. So it's Nucleon Quest Super Convoy is definitely close to being my favourite. I don't own it, but Black Superfire Convoy is one of the best black pre-paints of anything I've ever seen. And to be fair, I, I thought it was even before I'd ever owned Superfire Convoy. So I think it's going to be one of those two. And shout out to Jafcon because it's brown and sparkly and it, it looks like Black Convoy, but so much more there than meets the eye. And it's very special to be able to do that. Yeah, I think for me, you know, Nuclon Quest Super Convoy... I don't know. It's it's not even a black convoy. That's the thing in mm. anything but Deco, really. In that it's like a black Optimus Prime, but it's just so gorgeous. I love the blue eyes on it. Um, you know, I I just think it does so many things. That's right. a great point. It has yeah. blue eyes. It's not it just got eyes. standard red eyes. It's just blue yeah. eyes. Yeah, and it, and it does. You know, it breaks the mold in that regard. I mean, it's not even trying to follow the mold, is it? It's just a completely unique thing. But I love it. Honestly, it's just it's a brilliant toy. Anyway, it's surprising. That's the thing. Like it was a total mm. surprise to me how much I love that toy yeah. in hand. Uh, just the same as Fireguts, really. Like I would honestly struggle to pick a, a favorite of those two. Yeah. Um, I think in terms of pure sort of template, if you like, Black Convoys, Nemesis Primes, maybe mp10b honestly just because it's a really good one just because it's it's like it's weaponized it's like it's sort of distilled essence of like what makes those toys great and and it is one that dare i say shows up the original of the model yes in a way you know and i don't know of many black primes that do it that well yeah it's a real showstopper mine's going to be the obvious choice of scourge and i just think it's it's just so much going for it it's so special i didn't mention that it's such a good one yeah. I was really impressed. Like that's that another one that's us. way better looking than the original. But, yeah. And I know we spoke about it loads, but it's just there's something so special about it. It's not just that it's like the first real Optimus Prime version like this. It's just everything about that toy. It's the first yeah. way I got that toy because I never had the G2 version, and um, I can't remember if I even knew it existed. And just so it, when I would have saw it, I most probably saw it as its own toy. And like, wow, just yeah. more. Why does it look like Optimus Prime? Not just not the other way around. Of oh, it's yeah. a black version. Why is it that? And Everything about it, man, just the way it is done, those colours, the way they combine, and the way it appears on screen, and mm, the way those yes. colours pop there as one. Well. I remember for ages... Gravity. Every time you see, like, a gif or a picture of it, it's one of those rare toys where you, like, you would like to reach through the screen and be able to just pull it out, because it's yeah. so chunky and square. But, uh, yeah, that, and a little shout-out for the 2015 uh, adventure, the one I spoke about earlier, because I, mm. I think that's lovely as well, with that futuristic design. No, fair point. I was kind of, I was just trying not to mention uh, Scourge in a funny way, old 2001, 2000 Scourge. I was you, can't, no, can't, of, you can't not, yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? That's the thing. We haven't actually spoke about him a whole bunch tonight, but it is, it, it's it's definitely up there, man. It's, it's such a great mm. release and such a stout. It's, it's a landmark Transformers toy anyway. Yeah. Another in, showstopper. It yeah. just demonstrates that when they get Black Prime or Black Convoy right, it, it's among the best looking toys ever released in Transformers because it's it shouldn't ever be tired it yeah. shouldn't ever be oh grown we got another one of these it should be like those versions where it's like wow I'm turn so turn your head this it should turn your head yes. as soon as you see it it's one of those you see on right. a shelf and you don't just walk past it and go oh it's that guy or oh, it's this version it's Optimus Prime Black it's when you stop and go whoa that's something yeah. and that R.I.D. Scourge in the Hasbro packet 
yeah. is one of the most show-stopping toys of recent times. <laughs> recent times. <laughs> but it's just, yeah. It does everything a black convoy should. It's know. one, it breaks my heart that I sold. Like, it's one, I keep thinking about it, and if I could go back in time. I have the G2 version, which is great. That version, if if I could go back in time, that's the toy I'd pick up. If only there were internet sites where these things were sold regularly mm. and multiple versions available at affordable prices. And if only there were other collectors who were willing to let go of them in exchange mm. for money or potential favours well, at conventions. You can look forward to the episode in two years' time where I go, hey, you got one. <laughs> yeah. If any other people, other collectors, mates of yours, maybe linked you to such things occasionally as well. Yeah. You know, I, mean, be, I wish they would. Who are they? Be Who are these lovely. people? Yeah. I mean, well, some <laughs> kindly soul will eventually, I'm sure. Yeah. Brace for impact. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about Patreon now. That's patreon.com forward slash triple takeover. And uh, this is, of course, where you can get more content from us and some perks, whether it's just supporting us and us sending you a thank you message for helping us keep the lights on. Or it's access to episodes early, and you might be listening to this one early if you are a man in pig or higher. You can ask questions, vote in episode polls, uh, suggest topics for future minisodes if you're a Sixos butler, and we will fulfill those commissions for you. You get shout-outs on the show, and of course we'll be doing our Sixos butler shout-out very shortly. And uh, you get outtakes of episodes, and there have certainly been a few in this one already. So go to our Patreon and check out what we offer and of course the more of you sign up the more we can offer and that is actually what will be happening very soon we'll be introducing a new tier and tweaking our other tiers to make them what we think will be more attractive as well so it's definitely up and up there and the more of you come and check it out the more we can offer you we also have a question this is another perk that uh, rats and cats and higher can ask us a question we will answer them on the show so the one i've picked for this week is fan modes and this is from yusufa and it's, it Ooh. can be a really quick answer from us what are your guys opinions on fan modes and are there any good bad figures that have been improved by fan modes so just to start it off do we like fan modes and can you think of any off the top of your head that you've ever seen that are like yeah that was a better fan mode yeah i can think of a couple that are good yeah i mean i uh, yeah man i think it's good it's, it's like a bit of creativity isn't it it's like it's, mm. it's just another part of enjoying a toy i mean there's certainly I don't see any harm in it. I don't see it's a bad thing at all. So yeah, I'd be a bit hard pressed to not like them. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, the ones that spring to mind for me are G1 Six Shot, the the mm-hmm. kind of seventh mode, which of course was the the winged wolf or whatever, which was in uh, the cartoon actually. Uh, not even like a winged wolf was it? Because that's one of the that's the winged wolf is the official one, but there's like mm. the sep- the second winged wolf. I forget what it's called in the show or whatever, but he does have that mode. Steve. There you go, Steve. Yeah, absolutely great. Willy Wolf. That's uh, what it is. <laughs> uh, but there is a there is a kind of weird seventh mode that is in the show, uh, the Headmaster's cartoon, and the toy can do it as well, um, and that's kind of fun. But it's a bit fan modey. Uh, the other one that kind of always springs to mind actually is um, Titans Return Fortress Maximus. Ah, oh, it Maximus. steals my answer again. Yeah. There you go. Typical. Well, I'm going to stop asking him first. I'm going to. Just I was going to say, answer. don't turn it over to me first. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great uh, shout, though. Yeah, yeah, well, just because there are so many cool modes for that thing, and actually the official modes are a bit—they're the worst. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're so just... bad they turn people off the toy. But right. fan moding that city mode, seeing what people did with it, there was one dude in particular on TFW who was so inspiring with the fan modes he created that that I just adopted that as the mode, the city mode of that toy. It, it looks way better. Yeah, I've got to tell you. And also a bit of a shout out to Hannah Halley as well on Twitter. I've, I've seen she's posted a couple of um, like fan modes and stuff for that toy before, and they always look amazing. Uh, and actually it was one, 
where I saw her pictures of it and it kind of made me love the toy a bit more because I'd always mm-hmm. been a bit so-so on it, to be honest. Like I'd always been a bit, yeah, like the robot mode is fine. Um, but, you know, I've talked about my kind of feelings of that, that figure before. But yeah, her pictures just kind of, maybe see the potential of it a little bit more and actually I have enjoyed it a bit more since then. I like fan modes, especially when they improve toys and stuff. Like I think of a lot of Titans Return, like Broadside and his terrible jet mode that was really improved by fan mode. Good shout. Yeah, another good one. Yeah, that's people. But there are, there are quite a few toys like that where people have come sort of to the rescue and improved toys in that way. But the other ones I can think of that I really liked were your pictures of the, the base modes that people were giving the deluxe Titans Return characters. Yeah. That was really neat because I know they used some of them, didn't Give they? Give a toy a canopy and yeah. and a smaller pilot that goes in it, and you can just make a base mode. Yeah, I made a base mode out of Legacy Bulkhead the other day. But this is the thing: is when people take it like that, their creativity goes crazy. But it, it fits something like you look at some of those base modes with like um, highbrow, for example, and stuff mm. like that, and you're like, it works so well that you would think it's efficient. I like I really like stuff on it. And it feels like it should be. Now, is this because the fan base modes are good or is it because the official base modes are so bad, typically? They don't have base modes. We're talking about deluxe headmasters like Weird Wolf and Eyebrow. I'm talking about like their general standard of base modes. It's a bit of both. It's a bit of both. Yeah, I'll I'll leave the base mode mode, uh, critique a little bit there. Do you know what I mean? But no, I, joking aside, some good efforts on the fans. It's not all about the base. That's six eyes. I, I'm not. No, I'm not totally addicted to base, sadly. Amazing. I love fan modes. I'm a big, big fan of fan modes and I made loads of fan modes myself for Titans Return and that uh, Titans Return Fort Max was the first thing that came to mind for me. That broadside is an excellent shout but also, I don't know if you remember Human Alliance Leadfoot uh, there was a fan mode made for that where the wheel sits much more, let's say, flatteringly, and it looks more like the the Dark of the Moon movie version of Leadfoot, and you have to like do some stuff with the chest, move things a bit around. The official mode for Human Alliance Leadfoot wasn't great, the robot mode, but the fan mode for it made it look so much better, and I adopted that immediately for it. No modding required; it was just slightly different transformation than what was advertised in the instructions. Big fan. So thank you to Yusufa for that question. Those were our feelings on fan modes. We're all, you know, big fans of fan modes. And now we're going to move on to our Sixos Butler shout-outs. So big thank you to Nick, Danny Roberts, Chris C137, Andy, Preston, Chris, Billy Ho, Spiderfather, Adam Shoemaker, Zachary Blade, Matt, Stephen Perkins, Bad Saturday, Justin Massaro, Dave Dalrymple, Absurd, Geo Kaiser, Yusufa, John Pearl, Cliff Saras, Troisef, Anthony Cars, Alec Mir, Captain RA, Phil G, Jacques Pelletier, Alicia, aka Alicia Tron, Rotor Storm, Stuart Webb, Amar, Lazerbeek, Puma the Hunter, Vegemite Mike, Peter Hammerson, Shenry, Chris Norris, Jesse Moreno, Jackson Arwood, Yip, MK Tronic, Nexus, Jim Owen, Aaron Swoboda, TF Starfire, Billigator, Andy Gold, Jake Hoberg, Simon Elvin, Joshuals, David Nabby, Misha Kidd, Michael Cagle, Cracktastic Plastic, Dan Vestator, and the Mex Brothers, who you may recognise. What a list. What a list. Wow, that was never-ending. I thought that was going to go on for some time. Yep, and we do have more since last time, so thanks so much to those of you who have signed up. And uh, like we did last time, just wanted to give a, also a quick shout-out to Dean Watts, Mike S., Jonathan Force, Logic Howard, and Brian Fox for being historic butlers who spent a lot of time supporting us at this tier, and we look forward to having you back at some point in the future. Amazing stuff. Thank you to everybody on that list. Honestly, it really does make such a difference. And we should also say a big thank you to our sponsor for the evening. So that is tfsource.com uh, for, to check them out for all your Transformers and third-party needs. Uh, and uh, as ever, they've got lots of lovely Diaclone in stock. 
uh, at least until Maz gets shopping. So get in there quick before he does. Just rename it DiaCloneSource.com at this point. Yeah. Maybe they should. Maybe they should. I'll uh, I'll mention it. And again, if you'd like to look stylish and wear some of our triple takeover branded merchandise or buy our lovely coaster sets, you can go to redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash triple takeover forward slash explore. And if you've enjoyed listening to us waffle on for so long <laughs> that you need a little bit more, you can come and find us all over social media. You can find us on at triple takeover on Facebook and at triple underscore takeover on Instagram and Twitter. How about yourselves, guys? I am at TF Square One on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I'm at 60TF on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and Patreon as well. And I'm Toybox Soapbox. Anyway, there's an app. And that's going to bring this episode to a close. Now it's time for us to put on the black and teal, develop an evil moustache, and legally change our first names to Nemesis. Good night. that the six million dollar man that noise <laughs> 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 <laughs>